Bonjour. Je m'appelle Lou. Comment tu t'appelles? That sounds better already. Much better. This is round two. We did round one. I sounded like I drank 10 cans of Strongbow when I was slow with my speech. Fionn started pissing himself. We were going to put it up, but when I listened to it back, it, it just sounded echoey. So we're round two, all about getting back in the swig of things. The um, French intro was because I guess came back from Paris. Fionn was away the week before. Both had some downtime. Both feel fully recharged. And what we want to do is talk to you about how to get you back straight in the swing of things, not having that lag, you know, the couple of days or a week lag where you're unproductive, you're unmotivated, and you just can't get back to the gym. You can't get back to eating right because you've probably stuffed your face the week before. Here are our tips. Take them, notepad and pen, write them down. It's the best free advice you're ever going to get. I'm going to tell you that now. And I'm the, that's not even a lie. This podcast in general is the best free advice you'll ever get. <laughs> that's 100% guarantee. Now, Fionn, start with, because obviously we did the second take, take number one. Go take number it. one. So when you're coming back off of a, a week off or a couple of days off, weekend, wherever you've been, on that time, you are not going to be thinking about what you've got planned ahead. Well, I try not to anyway. Sometimes it creeps in, but you know, that's that's natural. But try and completely switch off. Now, when we switch off, we, we lose sight of what we usually do on a daily basis. We come back a little bit of brain fog because we've just been relaxing for the whole time. My top tip for when you are coming back away is uh, back coming. Where where is it? Coming back from being away. There we go. That's brain fog. There um, is having like a, a planner set out. So before I went on my holiday. Uh, my week off, I knew that Luke was off the week after. So that's a busy week for me and Jess, holding the team, holding the fort down and, and just making sure everything runs smoothly. Now, what I did to prepare for that was my time planner, which I do on a daily basis um, and weekly basis is write down where I've got to be, what times, because times for me had changed. Never mind having a week off. I've now got a new schedule, which I have to adapt to for a week. Um, with uh, a few more things that I don't usually do and places that I need to be. So I kind of map down where I need to be, what time, who is it with. So I was just super prepared. Um, and that led me to uh, a really stress-free week, actually, because when we come back from holiday, I think we get this feeling of stress and, and angst because we come back and we've got all this pressure. If you can try and deload that as much as possible, it's going to make your time away a lot better and a smoother transition into that working week or or whatever you're coming back to. Yeah, massive. If you're not planning your day, you're setting yourself up for failure. I don't care how productive you are, what business you run, if you do not map out, one, your three main things you've got to do that day, also scheduling in downtime, which we spoke about, and another thing, factoring when you're going to do your steps, when you're going to get a workout in, when you're going to play with your kids. You know, your partner wants to see you. You need to have actual, you know, undivided attention with your partner, not scrolling on your phone, you know, or just doing random things and giving them half your time. You need to be giving people your full attention. So if you schedule it out, you break it down, the day might not go how you want it to go. You know, things could come up, issues could come up. Perhaps the kid's sick and you've got to pick them up early or maybe something happens at work and you've got to stay on. But if you've started your day right, at least you've ticked X, Y, but maybe not Z. But if you don't have a day planner and set yourself up, how the hell can you get your steps in, your gym sessions, eating right, factoring in some downtime for yourself. It just isn't gonna happen. I'm telling you now, writing it down, work it to a schedule, setting yourself key tasks, you're setting yourself up for wins, big wins. Big wins, we focus on wins a lot. 
wins, little wins that you can do throughout the day, equating to big wins in the future. All right, massive on wins. Now, one thing for me is getting straight back into it. Now, the longer time you have off, the less those habits become more aware. You become less aware of them. Now, a week off is fine, as long as you get straight back into it. Two weeks off is fine, as long as you get straight back into it. The issue we have is you come back for that week away, you're still kind of in holiday mode. So then you haven't prepped your food, you haven't got back into training, you haven't got back into getting your steps in. And then that week becomes half a week more. And then you think, well, half a week through, I might as well leave it for a bit longer. And that becomes two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. If you want that downtime and you want to relax, have a few glasses of vino, eat loads of pan of chocolates, you know, eat out every single night, you've got to be willing to come back and do the work to, to outdo all of the input, all right? So big fact with that, get back straight on the wagon, smash it, smash the workouts harder, smash the steps more. You should be super energetic, super motivated, and you should be ready to take on the world. Yep, because you've had that time off and you've relaxed, recharged. Now, I'd almost say when you're, when you're away, um, I, well, well, on my week off, I went up to Bristol because my friends just moved up there uh, to university and I thought I'd go and visit him. Now, what I did do when I was up there is I kept a few of the things that I usually, a uh, few habits that I usually do in my lifestyle. Now, it's not for everyone. Um, you know, you don't have to go completely teetotal and, and cut it all out. I like to keep a few things in there. Now, so I was off for... Uh, seven days I trained three of those days which isn't the most amount of training sessions you can get in a week however I kept a few things in there still installed so it wasn't as hard of a transition back I still made sure that I was eating well and I just didn't eat absolute crap because that's a another way if you completely um, change what you're doing you know if you go from eating you know very well whole wholesome, nutritious meals um, on a weekly basis to just go and eat a burger and chips every night, you're probably going to find it a lot harder to get back. So if you try and incorporate a few of the things that you do in your normal lifestyle onto your time away, like potentially reading a book for 10 minutes, which isn't such a crime, you know, that's still relaxing. It's probably more relaxing than sitting on your phone and scrolling through Facebook. Um, or if you make sure that you're taking an evening walk with your partner when you're away, you know, these things that are going to kind of keep you in touch with reality. Um, it's going to be a lot of, uh, uh, an easier transition back. It certainly was for me, hundred percent. Yeah. I think your identity now though, my identity is we train, we still do active things. We walk the dogs, we get steps in, we get fresh air. So every single morning, I do a cold shower. I don't recommend my clients or every single one of my clients do it. However, it's just something I do, like it, sets me up for the day. I feel great afterwards. That's my reasoning for it. You may think that's the stupidest thing ever and not want to do it. But I don't always instill every single habit onto my clients that I do because I do it for my own reasons. But what I would say is, when you take time off, it shouldn't just be about eating loads of processed shit, you know, not getting any steps in, lying on a sunbed all day and drinking 20 strawberry daiquiris. Because coming back from a week of that, you ain't gonna feel recharged, you ain't gonna feel refreshed. The week for me is about taking time off and having that chill time and just having a bit of downtime and just unwinding. But the big problem is, if you suddenly 
eat so much crap, you drink so much alcohol, you just don't get any activity. If anything, you need another week off to recover from it. Yeah. So just listen to your body a bit and just think, is this kind of person I'm being right now who I want to be long term? Am I a role model to my kids? You know, does my partner think this is a good trait in me to be absolutely ball bad, right? And eating loads of food that isn't great for you. Now, we're not saying you can't do that. We're just saying it's a massive balance. And it's understanding that, yeah, we like burger and chips. Me and Fionn, we like going out. We love music events. We'll go out and get boozy, one of those things. But will we get boozy every single day, seven days a week and do it as a complete, absolute, you know, one of those things you do? And you'd be a car crash wreck by the end of it. So just understand there's balance. And if you overdo it, it's always going to take a long, lot longer to get back into it. Definitely. I think that's four points that you can take away from today's podcast that, you know, if you are thinking about going away or you've just come back from being away and you find it a little bit harder to get back onto the wagon, you can take on board. Now, I think when we do these podcasts, we always appreciate a little bit of a story, reach out or even just a message to say that you appreciate the podcast as well because we are consistent with them. We do them week in, week out to give you as much free information as possible. And remember as well, always reach out if you do feel like there's any topics or people we could get on which would benefit you um, and the people around you.